You're listening to Partnership Align Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back, Partnership Align Podcast, episode 44. Let's do it. So I've got to say, I'm just really enjoying working with my clients right now. Most of them are in the midst of a shift in their mindset. They're calmer, they don't feel anxious, and they're just not getting upset all the time like they were. What I'm noticing is that getting upset less often comes from taking things personally less often. So that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to not take things personally, and as a result, not wasting so much time and energy on being upset with your partner. Not to toot my own horn, but I am pretty damn good at not taking things personally. I've even talked on here before about how I don't even take my husband's affair personally. And it's not that I'm special or different. It's that I've learned and mastered a concept that allows me to not take things personally. And that concept is this. Every single thing that someone else says or does is about them. Just like every single thing that I say or do is about me. So what do I mean by that? Well, we are emotionally driven beings. We act based on how we feel. So how your partner acts is based on the feelings that they are experiencing. And that's not something that you have any access to. So it's not in your control, which means it's not your responsibility or even your business, really. Now, you might be thinking, but wait a minute, aren't I supposed to make my partner feel good? Aren't they supposed to make me feel good? Aren't we supposed to make each other happy? And the answer to that, my friends, is nope. And the reason I say that is because our feelings come from our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings. So if your partner is feeling angry, that's because they're thinking a thought that makes them feel angry. And you can't control their thoughts, which means that you can't control their feelings. And since we act based on how we feel, that means you definitely can't control their behavior. But we try to, don't we? We try to control how they think, feel, and act. I mean, no wonder we feel out of control. We are constantly trying to control the uncontrollable. And to add to that, we are then so emotionally exhausted from trying to control them that we are left with zero energy to really work on our own mindset and emotions. So why do we do this? Why do we try and control them? It's because we take their behavior personally. We make it about us. And that is where all of our suffering comes from. So let's do a couple examples because I know this concept can be hard to grasp if you're new to this kind of mindset. Let's start simple. Let's say your husband doesn't clean up after himself. Let's say you've asked him a million times to hang up his wet towels or clean up after himself when he cooks or whatever. And when he doesn't, you make that mean that he doesn't respect you. You take it personally. But the truth is that most likely your husband didn't clean up because he was feeling careless, because he doesn't think hanging up his towel is important. Now, I know this because I'm a pretty messy person, and my messiness never comes with the thought, I don't respect my partner, so I'm going to leave this mess here. 
No, that never crosses my mind. Normally, the thought is, I'll get to this later, or this really isn't that bad of a mess. But you take the behavior, like leaving a wet towel on the floor, and you make it mean that they don't care, that they don't respect all the work you do around the house, etc. I'm currently reading an amazing spiritual book called Living Untethered by Michael Singer, and he says in there, Nothing in life is personal until I decide I have a preference. Woo! Let me tell you something. When I read that sentence, I had to really put down the book, sit back, and think about that one. It's so true. We as humans are the center of our own world. And so we relate everything that we experience to us. But the world is not personal. We just have strong preferences. And when those preferences are not honored, we make it personal. In The Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz writes, Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world, and we try to impose our world onto their world. So let's take it one step further. Forget tangible things like housework. Let's say your partner insults you. Now, let me make something clear. I am not defending your partner or saying it's okay. But what I would like to say is that that is still about them. They insulted you because they were feeling something. Anger, hurt, confusion, whatever it is. And they feel that feeling because of what they are thinking. Now, here's what happens. You make it about you. And yes, of course, it's easy to do that. I'm not saying this stuff isn't hard. But you make it about you and you take it personally. So then you feel offended. And your reaction is to defend yourself and create conflict or engage in it. But if you were to think, wow, they must be experiencing some powerful emotions to act that way, all of a sudden, it's not about you, right? So what's the answer here? Well, I was able to not take my husband's affair personally because I knew that it was about him. He had an affair because he was feeling something, probably emptiness. And he was feeling that emptiness because of his mental state. I'm not saying it didn't affect me. Of course it affected me. I'm human. But it wasn't about me. It wasn't because of me. And it certainly had nothing to do with my self-worth. So let me give you some techniques for how to implement this concept. When you and your partner are arguing, I want you to ask yourself, what might my partner be feeling right now that is causing them to act this way? What is their point of view? Where does this come from for them? And what experience have they had that would shape the way they see this? This is super powerful because it takes you out of judgment and needing to be right, which, by the way, is the cause of all conflict, and puts you right into curiosity, which is the solution to conflict. In fact, one of my most popular episodes is an early one, episode two, where I go in depth into that concept. It's titled, The Secret to Ending the Conflict with Your Partner. I'll link that in the show notes for you so you can give it a listen. 
Usually, if you really take a step back and try and put yourself in your partner's shoes, you can see their point of view. It doesn't mean you have to agree with it or like it, but I do suggest that you honor that it is real for them. And if you legit try this technique, if you really ask yourself these curious questions and you just got nothing, like you do not know the answer, then it's time to ask some questions. And I don't mean in a haughty way, like, what's wrong with you when you're doing that? No, I mean in a genuinely curious way, like, hey, what's going through your mind when you're acting that way? Or what's the experience you've had in your life that gives you that point of view? Another technique is the debate team technique. So if you've ever been on a debate team, then you know that the teacher or the captain or whoever assigns you to be on one side of the debate, and you have to argue that side and build evidence. And then the teacher says, switch, and you need to be able to debate for the opposite team, the opposite side, just as vehemently. This is a powerful skill. When you and your partner are fighting, especially if it's a fight that comes up often, I want to challenge you to get out of the he needs to tell me I'm right mindset and step into the debate team mindset. So in other words, if you had to defend your partner's side of things to someone, what would you say? This humanizes them and helps you see that what they're saying comes from their standpoint. It's not personal. It's not about you, but you're making it about you. So you're the one making it personal. Now, what if your partner is legit crossing boundaries? I'm not talking about not meeting your expectations or honoring your preferences. I'm talking about a physical or emotional boundary violation. Well, that's where you set a boundary and you enforce it. There is a right way to set a boundary, so please learn about it before you do it. I'm going to do a solo episode on this soon and really teach you the right way to set a boundary. But for now, you can tune into an interview I did with Nancy Picard, who's a coach about boundaries. That's episode 41, and it's titled Setting Boundaries with Your Partner. I'll link that for you as well. But most of the time, we're not talking about boundaries. Most of the time, you're just taking something they're doing personally, and as a result, you're suffering. Listen, this shit is not easy. It takes mindset work, like real, life-changing, mindset-shifting work. It's very hard to get there and stay there on your own. So let me help you. My relationship coaching program will help you become a more peaceful person who doesn't get upset or feel anxious as often in your relationship. Like I said when I started this episode, my clients are killing it right now. Most recently, I had one tell me that she no longer creates stories in her head about what her partner is thinking. She doesn't have anxiety over it anymore. And another one is releasing her role as the default parent, taking better care of herself making requests of her partner in a way that actually works. Both of these women are feeling lighter and happier. They're taking ownership for themselves, and they're not taking ownership for anything that their partner does. And they're both enjoying their partner more, and as a result, they're feeling more connection. So if having a more relaxed, peaceful relationship is your goal too, scroll down to the show notes and schedule a free call with me. You don't have to feel resentful and conflicted every day. There is a better way, I promise. All right, guys, have an amazing week, and I will talk to you next time. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review. And take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at Partnership Aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship, it always starts with a healthier you. 